Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Oracle's News Radio. Today is Friday, September 17, 2021, and we're going to talk about spirituality and humanity with a topic that is, is this a spiritual problem or is it just me? And even the topic says a lot because As a spiritual being, any problem you have is mostly spiritual, even though we see spirituality in different ways. And spirituality and religion in and of themselves have been pretty much demonized in the current culture, not just in the movies and in television, but by the people who miss misdid it, I guess you could say. I am Renee Thomas, your host of Oracle's News Radio. Follow us and share this podcast with your friends and family on email and social media. We are a news podcast and spiritual podcast featuring current events, Oracle and prophetic news, indie music and astrology forecasts that explain the current energy climate within the country and our world. And we're back on Blog Talk Radio for now. However, you can still listen to our podcast on Spreaker, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, many of the other apps that you use. You can learn more about our parent company at anointedgroove.com. Now, today's um, podcast is once again mostly spiritual and will also be somewhat philosophical. We are going to be covering a lot, and we want to remind you that you can listen to your favorite podcasters and watch awesome movies on Prime TV using your very own Fire tablet with HD display. We'll have a link in the information box about that. Now, before we get started, we want to welcome everyone back from the following countries who are still listening to us, the U.S., Mexico, the U.K., Germany, Ghana, Brazil, Canada, Portugal, Italy, Ireland, Poland, Sweden, Norway, Croatia, Australia, Denmark. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate your support. So let's get started. There's a lot going on in our world today having to do with the pandemic, having to do with the rise of various different types of spirituality, and to some degree, the fall of the traditional religions. And a lot of people are confused. A lot of people have given up on all of it and just said, you know, I'm just going to eat and watch TV and watch the game and go to work and be done. And I can totally understand your frustration with 
spiritual things because a lot of times people who purport to be spiritual teachers, they can sound kooky or like they don't know what they're talking about. And they can sometimes um, not really consider the human aspect of it and the things that we can do to stop the problems. Now, I came up with various symptoms, common symptoms of spiritual issues, as well as physical problems, which makes it difficult for people to tell the difference. There is on cable a TV series called Evil, and I think that I'm hoping that nobody is missing out watching this simply because of the name. It's really about a Catholic priest in training and a an inspector gadget type guy and a psychiatrist or psychologist who are working together for the Catholic Church to determine whether an exorcism is needed or if there is some other mundane problem that exists with that particular person. And at the end of each episode, I come away with the feeling that it's six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. Whether you use the DSM-5 to try to explain your problems, or whether you use spiritual reasons in the Bible to explain your problems, all kind of mixed in and meshed together. And I think we're moving into a time period in humanity where the spiritual and the metaphysical will be coming together with science, and we will see it as all one issue. And I think that's going to help us all to get the help that we need so that if it is a purely demonic problem, we don't have to try to go through and spend a lot of money in the wrong areas to try to fix something that is mostly energetic, spiritual and energy. When I use the term spiritual and energy, it's all interchangeable. It's the same thing. So according to my beliefs, which are basically from the Christian Bible, most of the spirituality or the demonic energy that's out there is coming from a couple of different things. According to the book of Enoch, which was quoted in the Bible, spiritual demonic forces come from the fallen ones that happened during the flood. And their spirit, because they were not human spirits and because they were not angelic spirits, they were left here to roam the earth and they became what's known as demonic spirits. You can find that in the book of Enoch. Now, there are other types of negative energy. It's, it's more wild. It's still conscious. But it's negative energy that comes from humans. Humans are doing or what we're doing that could be considered as incorrect. And we will be going in the Bible because I want to look at some of what we call the work of the flesh, the work of the flesh. Now, in the book of Galatians 5 and 19, it says, now the works of the flesh are manifest. And actually, before, I, I do love the King James Version, but for this particular text, I'm going to be reading it in the New um, American Standard Bible Version 95. Um, I think that it will be easier to understand. 
So in Galatians 5 and 19, it says, Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality or over-sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these, of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, a lot of people don't understand what some of these things mean. And really, all of these things are natural human things that go overboard. Let's take the outburst of anger. Everybody angers. But most people are not prone to fits of rage. Um, when we deal with um, disputes, you can have a debate or a disagreement with someone, but when you find that you're always at somebody's throat, and it doesn't matter if you're driving at the store with the cash register, with your kids, with your spouse, you're just always disputing with someone. Sorcery, in my understanding of this word, is kind of like bringing things to pass, but only in a negative way. It is to bring things to pass or have doing energy work or practice, practicing energy work from a standpoint of negativity. And factions are when you get with other people. Factions are basically an upgrade from disputes and dissensions where you actually join forces with someone. It's like being in a gang where they're hurting people, robbing people, killing people, all for their own good. Envyings and, and, and jealousy. We will, it's okay to look at somebody and, and see what they have and then realize what you can have for yourself. That's not envy. That's not jealousy. But when you look at what somebody has and you start hating them for it or you wish that they didn't have it anymore because you don't have it, that's when we start getting into envying and jealousy. So all of these things are very close to just regular natural human behavior, but it takes it a little too far to the left, okay? And then when we talk about those things that are what we are supposed to look for, we go to Galatians 5 and 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now, what is the opposite of outbursts of anger? The opposite of outbursts of anger is self-control. And what is the, the opposite of enmity? The opposite of enmity is goodness and kindness. Um, when, you're, when you're kind and you're choosing to be kind to people, then you don't have to worry about getting into a lot of disputes because a lot of things you'll walk away from and 
and also people won't be feeding off of your energy. If you're walking around with a lot of unforgiveness and anger, you're going to find that you draw a lot of unforgiveness and anger to you because people can mimic or mirror what you are doing. And so everything, the paganist, pagan traditions, the practitioner um, positions, um, prayer, things of that nature, metaphysics, understanding the law of attraction, universal law, energy, is all coming into one big ball, which I'm happy about because I don't think that they should be separated. I think that the human condition, the metaphysical condition, the spiritual condition are all one. So there are common symptoms with spiritual as well as physical problems. Number one, you can be set up or seeded by another human being. What they did to you becomes an open door for spiritual evil to come in. How does spiritual evil come in? Spiritual evil can come in because of a wrong that was done. Spiritual evil can also sometimes come in because of a a breach within your physical body. Because one of the things we're learning in science with the advent of the the microscopes that we have now is there is no such thing as physical. Everything is energy. And when you look at your hand under a powerful microscope, you will see that the electronic electrons and protons and photons of your hand are moving under that high-powered electronic microscope. So you are not necessarily a physical being. Even a rock is moving and is electrical light under some of the most powerful of microscopes. So we are all energy beings. And you can be set up or seeded by another human being, meaning, and this happens a lot, so I'm going to use this as an example. Let's say that a person comes into a child's presence and they rape that child and they they tear open so many doors when they do that. They tear They tear apart the door of child adult trust. They tear apart the door of opening up of sexual, um, the sexual doors too soon. They tear apart the lack of love that's connected to the sexual, sexual door in the appropriate relationship. They insert the energy of whatever caused them to be that way into the child. And it can take the child, if they're not healed, that it can cause that child to be set up to go down a course that they normally would not have gone down because they were set up or seeded by another human. And when I say I don't mean just sperm, I mean that the the person illegitimately and illegally inserted their energy into that child's space, thereby negatively affecting the child. You will find in the DSM-5 how this affects people and how it makes them act. 
some of this you can just it's like clockwork you can you can look at it and see it and diagnose it in so many different people and it's the same way with the same backstory and then sometimes it can be it can turn into more of a spiritual problem where because of the hurt and because of the lack of trust and because of the anger because of unforgiveness because of just hurt it allows that person to attach to a negative spirit it could be drunkenness. It could be carousing where the person is too open to, to strangers and they're open to strangers to come and do things when normally a person would be closed to the stranger in a normal circumstances. It can open them up to anger, the outbursts of anger. It can open them up to gang life. So as we talk about the spirituality of Galatians 5 and 20, we see how sometimes what we do as humans will navigate us into the works of the flesh, okay? So thing that I wanted to talk about, which is a common symptom with spiritual as well as human physical problems, is that the DSM-5 looks a lot like the book of Galatians 5. And what we talk about in the DSM-5 is about um, alcoholism and drug abuse, which would be under drunkenness. We talk about um, things like outbursts of anger, which would be anger management. We talk about various things that people do, even to the point of cult behavior, um, which could be in some way associated with sorcery or idolatry. Things that people end up doing that are incorrect or not not associated with their better living, which is which are listed in the DSM five, are also listed in the Bible as sins. Okay, and the so the DSM five looks a lot like the book of Galatians chapter five. The other thing, and this is the third thing, is that neither humanity or spirituality should be work it should be surrender if you're having a hard time with humanity and you're having a hard time with spirituality and you're feeling like giving up or you're feeling like you don't you're not happy with yourself you're not happy with who you are you may be having something you should not be having it is it is likely that you need to surrender to the reality of the situation some people call this existentialism when you just accept what has been allowed in your life and you no longer see it as being such a bad thing. You you, ne- you start to see it as being like this is just normal life. So your happiness is not based on what you see in tel- on television. You form your thought patterns and your happiness around real life. Now, we all know that things like depression can affect us according to medical professionals depression is a physical thing but you can also look at it by asking the question which came first the chicken or the egg which came first the chicken or the egg why does your body feel pain what caused your mind and your chemicals to dysfunction 
you were fine two weeks ago, three weeks ago, a month ago, but maybe you lost a love or you lost your best best friend to death. Now you are going through a period of depression and you're having symptoms that show up on medical equipment, but you didn't have those symptoms a month ago. What caused it to happen? What caused it to happen is life, and we are energy beings. And sometimes our energy can get off kilter because of the things that happen in life. But we have spiritual beings of light that we can attach to that can upgrade our energy through prayer. So let's say you had an unfortunate experience, a real experience. You lost somebody. They died in a car accident, and it was on the news. Everybody knows it really happened. This was the only person that you really felt comfortable talking to. It was the one person that you could lay your troubles down, and they wouldn't judge you, and they wouldn't use it against you. Now that one person is gone, And so because they used to kind of live inside of you, meaning that the two of you had kind of merged into one, when their spirit left, it left you feeling empty. Why? Because their spirit is gone. And now you're left and you feel a chasm. You feel a hole that is left in your body because this person is no longer there. Well, you can Fill that up with 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 other things of spiritual nature to help get you back to equilibrium. In fact, right now, I want to pray for that person, and then we'll get back to the show. We pray to the Father of Light, the Father of Heaven, the Most High Creation, and the Elohim, and the hosts that work for with Him to go to this person and. Fill them up with light. Fill them up with energy. Fill the void. Fill the void. Fill the void until they feel a relief in their spirit. It may not completely go away immediately, and sometimes it does. But however you choose to do it, O Elohim, spiritual beings of the air, you know how to find this person. You know how to find them through the mind. And just get in them and fill them up to relieve some of this angst and some of the emptiness that they feel. I pray in the matchless name of all that is good, the light, and Yeshua the Christ. Amen. It is so. And see la. So, yes, we are energy beings. We can feel relief when we are down and we are lonely. I have so many personal testimonies of how the spirit of love came in and helped me. I will give you one of them. There was a time when I had been married and I ended up getting a divorce and I was used to sleeping in the bed with someone and now I was sleeping alone and the bed felt so cold and empty and it was hard to sleep. And I felt so lonely. And I began to pray to God. And to me, God is the 
the most powerful creator, the heavenly host, everything that has to do with God and all the angels and the heavenly host and the spirits of nature, everything that's connected with the light is, a, is, is an aspect of God to me. And I prayed that night and I asked God to really just come in the room with me and hold me, prayed and asked the Lord to hold me. And all of a sudden, the the air changed, and it was very, very thick, and it became warm, and I felt something almost like a tornado wrap around me, and immediately I felt at ease, and I felt like I just wanted to sleep. And the spirit has slept with me every night since that time, and that was at least 10 years ago. And this is a true story. I don't necessarily ascribe to the Pentecostal church, but I'm not angry with the Pentecostal church. I was raised in the Pentecostal church, but I feel like there are a lot of flaws that need to be fixed with regard to the Pentecostal church. But one experience I had in the Pentecostal church is that one Sunday night we were having service. And I was a little girl of about seven or eight. And as you know, in the Pentecostal church, we used to dance and sing and and pray to music. And I opened my eyes because the spirit had gotten high. And so I was dancing around and I was just a little girl. But when I opened my eyes, I saw that the room was cloudy. And I was very concerned because I felt like the the place was on fire. This was my grandfather's church. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't smell smoke, but I do believe that the church is on fire. And it turns out that the church was not on fire. What I witnessed was the Shekinah glory cloud, the Shekinah of the Holy Spirit, which is a, a part of the kingdom of God. And I was able to see it with my physical eyes. And I can tell you that all the women that were in the room that day, they grew to be great Bible teachers and evangelists. And it was so good to be able to see the gift, not just hear about it, not just feel it, but see it and then see how it worked in those women's lives. And they all served God until their death all the women that were there, some of them are still alive. But the spirit of God is real. And one of the things I want to say to people who are dealing with spiritual wickedness or you feel like something is after you or you don't want to be a crazy church person or a cult person, but you know that there's something a little bit more to this than just your mind. You feel like there's an oppression around you. You've, you've seen things move even in your on their own in your home. You know that there's another being, an, another energy that's at work, whether we call it spirit or energy, six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. And you can connect with the spirit of the Elohim, El being the most high God, Elohim being plural of the host of heaven, the host of heaven. There's a host of angels, a host of heaven, a a spiritual warehouse filled with energetic help 
that is of righteousness, that is beneficial to humans, that is good to mankind, that will come and deliver you. Um, I have another another testimony. This is another. I have many personal testimonies, but I'll give you two more because I believe that we are in a time where we need spiritual deliverance. And a lot of people don't want to go to the kooks and the quacks that are doing it, and they just are afraid of that, but you still need it. I was afraid of the dark when I was in my 20s, and I had gotten, um, I was in a relationship, and I was living with the person that I was in the relationship with, and we were both Christians, and I actually would see entities in the in the hallway because of the fact that the apartment we had used to be a hospital and the apartment that we were in was the um the corridor separated the east wing from the west wing of the hospital and so I had this really really long dining room because of that corridor but I, I'm not, I'm not schizophrenic. I'm not one who has hallucinations, and I am not somebody who is it hears things and and any of that. I, I have a pretty sound mind, and I saw a a shadow figure in my hallway. Um, I I was very, very much afraid because I would experience people even when I was awake, not just in my dreams. And so I told another Christian about my situation, and they told me that they were going to pray for me, and they did. And the next morning I woke up because I used to sleep with the lights on and the television on and on TBN and I would sit up on with my pillows and like I was watching for something. But they prayed for me and that morning a being that was made out of light that appeared to have a sword in their hand was standing over my bed when I woke up. The being turned and looked at me it I could not tell if it was a man or a or woman. It just looked like a being. It had hair so made of light to its shoulder. So it had what was considered to be shoulder-length hair, and it was in the form of a human, but it was made out of a, a very ethereal light that I could see through. And when it saw that I was looking at it, and I was like, oh, my God, what is this? It disappeared. And it took with it my fears. So my fears or the fear that was around me was somehow a, somehow a personified energy that was causing me to feel that way. But it was taken away by the spirit of light. The other um, situation that I had was when I was going through a hard time of grief at one time in my life. And it was an overwhelming grief due to an overwhelming loss. And I had children, small children at that time. So it it took everything that I had to feed my children dinner and get them to bed at a time where I could actually go and cry. 
I mean, I just wanted to get them in bed, get them fed, get them washed. And I was glad that they were young because I could get them in bed by about 8 o'clock. And then I could just go cry, go to the basement and cry. And at that time, the person that I had lost, I just didn't see how I could live. I didn't have a future. I I couldn't see or envision my life without that person. So it threw me into a deep, deep state of grief. And that night I was just crying and, and just hoping for relief without saying anything. And I was in a room where the door was closed and the windows were closed and the room was in a basement that was half underground but half above ground. And I felt in that room a cool wind. And when I felt that cool wind, which it was not the air conditioner, immediately the feeling of grief left, immediately. And it never returned. Uh, I would say that was about 13 years ago when that feeling left and it never came back. And I've always, since that time, I've been very, very lucid when it comes to my emotions. I've never gotten over emotional after that. Of Yes, I've gotten angry. Yes, I have been upset. Yes, I've gotten happy. But never again did I ever feel that down ever again. And I attribute that to the blessing of Elohim, the blessing of the Most High God, El Elyon, El Shaddai, and his host, his heavenly host, those, the Holy Spirit, those who work with him on the earth. There is help for you. There is help for you. And I want to let you know that despite what's going on in the world, as we begin to close the gap, between religion and spirituality and science, and as we begin to receive downloads that help us to create equipment on this planet where we can begin to see things as they are, like the, the electromagnetic telescope, the, 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 the different strong, strong telescopes that let us see our atoms and let us see that they are made out of light. As we move into what is called metaphysics, more so than just spirituality that we can't explain or pure humanity that doesn't meet the explanation. We are learning that even in other countries like Japan, there are schools of thought and medical facilities where they are praying and using their energy to heal disease to get rid of tumors and things of that nature without cutting the flesh. We're moving into a new era. And in this new era, it it won't be one where people have to believe in this or believe in that. It will be proven and you'll be able to see it with your own eyes. There is spiritual help for you. I, for one, will, I do hope that one day, that this planet will be upgraded. It will be upgraded from a spiritual standpoint, from the third dimension up to a higher dimension, where people will begin to understand more about their psychic abilities, more about their spiritual gifts, and that 
there will be certain practitioners because as with anything on the planet, some people have it more than others. There are some people who are stronger than others. They're able to lift things more than others. There's some people who dance better. Some people sing better. Some people can do various things with athletics that other people can't do. And the same is with metaphysics. Some people will have a natural tendency to adopt, understand, and practice spirituality and energy work more so than others. And if you have that gift, and if you know you've always had that gift, but you're a college-educated person, you're a person who thinks with your mind and not just with a Bible, you, you consider yourself to be lucid, you consider yourself to be human, you don't consider, you, you may be an atheist. I think there's going to come a time where we might not understand everything about God and what I'm calling God, but we're going to know that there is more out there than meets the eye. And all of the people who are dealing with mental health, you're going to have to employ something a little bit more than just some of the, the, the medications and things of that nature to help people to be delivered, even though some of those medications and some of those practices can assist people with building their strength so they can wrestle against these energies because even that medication is energy. Even the, the actual behavioral, cognitive behavioral resources that are being used, the tapping or what have you, is a form of energy use. And we have to begin to see ourselves as energy beings. There's more to you than meet the naked eye. And I believe that the Bible was trying to explain this thousands of years ago. So bear with the Bible. We know it's not perfect. We know it was written by men. We know that some of the cultural things no longer apply. But there are so many hidden truths and principles and universal law that's hidden into the Bible. And we know that we are energy beings. So I want to leave this scripture with you. It's about the armor of God, and it starts with Ephesians 6 and 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, the fire, those fiery energy darts, and take the helmet of salvation. These are energy weapons that I'm telling you about. These are energetic weapons that you can imagine, that you can use, that you can visualize. 
Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. So if you can just get past the biblical words, the church words, and begin to use these as energy tools, energy resources to help you as an energy being to to tap into the righteous light that is here on the planet to help you, to upgrade you, to assist you, to bring things to pass in your life, to give you victory, to give you hope, to give you wholeness. There is a remedy, and it's here for you. This completes our show today, and we want to thank you, listeners, from whichever platform you're enjoying. Um, We want you to remember to visit us at anointedgroup.com and tell someone you listen to Oracle's News Radio and you learn something important about yourself. Because if you do, you can rest assured that those that you bring to our show will enjoy the facts and nothing but. Until next time.